0: It's time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday, your best look ahead at the weekend sport with a major focus as ever on the Dons from Andrew Shiny, Alan Davidson and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, it's been a good week for Aberdeen with back-to-back victories over St Johnson and Motherwell for the first team. And the youth team booked their place at Hampden later this month after defeating Kilmarnock 3-0 yesterday in the semi-finals of the Scottish Youth Cup. We'll have the rest of the weekend action and, of course, as ever, the predictor. Andrew, it's uh, it's been a a busy old week and... uh, I've been up and down that road but uh, you more than most because you were
1: up in Dingwall on Monday as well Yeah, it's been an extremely busy week but it's it's the type of week that you absolutely relish because every game counts for something uh, as you said, we've reached a, a cup final uh, with the, the youth team uh, the development league team who I was watching in Dingwall on Monday got a draw against Ross County they're still very much in the mix uh, for that title and then Tuesday night obviously we saw an excellent performance from the first team against Motherwell just to to carry on from where they left off against St Johnston. I mean the, the first half hour of that game at Petordi was awful uh, but once we got the first goal all of a sudden the shackles seemed to be lifted off the players and regardless of the condition of the pitch I thought they played some excellent football to really blow St Johnston completely o- off the pitch and then as I say they, they followed it up with that excellent hard fought victory and a, an extremely wet night down at Fair Park Yes, yeah, and uh, well, c- it was only a couple of weeks ago that we were uh, having some moans from
0: certain sections about the lack of goals and all of a sudden that's disappeared Alan?
2: Yeah absolutely I think it's just like we said we always say it just takes one to go in and the players just seem to find their confidence. When you're not scoring, it's it seems that the ball's never going to go in. But as soon as as soon as one goes, I think it just lifts the entire not just the player who scored, but the entire squad.
0: And I think we've always had goals in the team, and it's great to see them back. Absolutely. Well, the manager he's liking being a spectator right now.
3: Yeah, I'm enjoying watching the team at the minute. I think a lot of the players' own game, their own um, level of performance, has been good. You know, I think there's been um, a, a far more kind of robustness about what defending. I think we've been very competitive of late, but it was great, as I said, last Saturday against St Johnston to show that attacking threat that we know we're capable of, score so many goals. And I think even the other night, I know the goals came a bit later in the second half, but I thought the the intention and the build-up play, the, the passing and the movement was very good. Um, so I think from that side, it, well, you can still uh, carry that threat, And like we did the other night, keep clean sheet at the same time. Uh, It gives you a chance to win the game. But I'm enjoying watching the team at the minute, as I say, and I think a lot of players are hitting good
0: form just at the, the right time. last game before the split tomorrow it's one that uh, is always a great atmosphere and it'll be slightly different and a wee bit special and it? it's our first visit to Tynecastle Castle since
1: the, the revamp Yeah, because uh, last time we were there it was the last game with, with the old stand of course we won that game since Hearts have returned to Tynecastle Castle with their new stand uh, no team has beaten them in the league so it would be nice to, to sort of bookend the, the last game of the old stand the first game playing against them in the newsstand with another victory, but uh, it'll be tough. Uh, We've seen already this season two nil-nils between the two sides, so I'm not expecting a goal feast tomorrow afternoon. And
0: it's important, uh, Alan. We've now got ourselves into that second place. There is the three-point gap between ourselves and and Rangers and Hibs are in there or thereabouts. And with the post-split fixtures being against the top teams, we must go into those fixtures on the back of another one. Absolutely. I mean, th- those post-split games
2: are going to be tough because let's say there are th- there are three teams still really fighting out for second place. Um, I can't see Kilmarnock letting anything slip in those post split fixtures even if they are kind of dead rubbers for them I can't see Steve Clark letting that Kilmarnock side slip up they've been fantastic since he took over so I think it is huge to try and
0: push home that advantage going into the the post games. Yeah, it's um, in term, in terms of Hearts, you know that you would think the incentive is greater for Aberdeen to, to get a result tomorrow. Hearts they've got they are unbeaten at Tynecastle since they, they reopened it, but uh, they're not really get too much to play for. I don't think they're going to. They've got into the top six. Don't think they're going to get fifth place. Uh, they'll struggle to do that. But uh, and also Craig Levine has said there's going to be another major clear out in the in the close season.
1: Yes, yeah, so there could be players uh, who will be playing for their futures elsewhere. They might just decide, well, because I'm going to be playing elsewhere, I'm not going to give my all for Hearts, which would be the wrong thing to do as a professional, but it's, it could be understandable. But uh, you're right, I think. Hearts currently sitting on 43 points. They're 15 points behind Hibs, who are in fourth place, and that's the, the other European spot, realistically. So I don't think Hearts have any... Ideas at all of getting into Europe. They will want to get as much prize money as they can, but there's not quite the same intensity uh, going to be about their play, I would suggest, over the last half a dozen games. But Aberdeen, they have a lot to play for, potentially another cup final, uh, potentially second place, uh, and as the manager said, there's one or two players that are are striking really good form uh, at the right time in the season. Stevie May and Greg Stewart I think have been absolutely excellent in the last two games and look like the players that we know that they can be. So they'll be keen to, to keep their places in the team because there are others on waiting in the wings to step in if there's any dropping of, of standards.
0: And there are three players missing next weekend in this Cup semi-final so there are play- places still up for grabs.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think it is a it's a great chance for some of the lads on the fringes to come in um, and things going well tomorrow I would expect to see kind of later in the game some of those kind of players that haven't had as much game time coming in in anticipation of that semi-final I would kind of expect Derek to maybe give some of the guys a game just because we need them for next week with the players missing Well
3: Derek McInnes believes tomorrow's game is one to relish. We look forward to, to any of the games and I think certainly going to Ten was always one that I think supporters, players, staff alike, um, all look forward to. It. It'll be a tough game, you know. I think uh, although there's no much on the game for Hearts, I'm sure, you know, with the crowd that they get there, um, it'll be as competitive as ever. Um, and uh, the, ob- the objective for us is to go down there and try and keep building on the form that we're in at the minute to try and get another strong performance that gives us a
0: chance to win the game. Kenny McLean uh, Graham Shinney who we'll hear from shortly and uh, Shay Logan will all they know that they're not uh, going to be able to play next week but uh, they're Looking forward, they've got plenty to look forward to as well because they want to come back for the cup final.
1: Well, they've got to maintain their high standards if they're going to, you know, feature in future games because they miss out next week. And uh, as Alan said, there are places available that fringe players could step in, and if they produce the goods, uh, the manager has shown in the past that he will stick by players who have performed on the part for him. So, a uh, huge incentive for everybody at Pottori, uh, no matter whether you're you're in and around. The, the, the squad are not at the moment there's so much to play for between now and the 19th of May which is Scottish Cup final day and which will be the final game of the season.
0: Yeah, Hearts against Aberdeen, we've seen some brilliant uh, battles uh, throughout the, the seasons Nal McGinn who is fit again uh, more than likely I would imagine he'll be on the bench tomorrow but uh, he scored an absolutely wonderful goal a couple of years ago down at Tynecastle, and there's been great memories not so many great memories this season so far with the Two nil 0s but uh, I don't think tomorrow will be goalless. No, absolutely not.
2: I think, um, like, and Andrew touched on earlier, it's difficult to know what to expect from this Hearts side, given that kind of the, the changes Craig Levine suggested. But um, yeah, I think it could really set up a brilliant game because we have so much to play for, and I mean that Hearts team. I think certainly some of the young guys like Sahari Cochran and those kind of the young players that Craig Levine's introduced. Um, they'll
1: certainly be right up for it. Yeah, I think an early goal tomorrow for either side will open the game up. The longer it goes at nothing each, I mean, Hearts have had 18 clean sheets in 39 games this season, so they are very strong defensively, but if we were to score early against them and they have to come out, it opens up gaps that we can exploit, but equally, uh, you, you want to see goals in games. That's the bottom line. That's what fans go along to see.
0: Well, skipper Graham Shinney says that Aberdeen are going into tomorrow's game full of confidence. <laughs>
3: I think it's always good coming off the back of of two good results like you say um, and confidence will naturally be high but I think you you've always got to be on top of your game going into a game like Hearts at at Tyne Castle like I said we know what what to expect down there but if we can carry the form that we've had um, it'll probably be a similar game to what we had at at Motherwell Um, they'll they'll have similar systems and similar types of football so um, we know what to expect and like say Confidence is good, the, the team are on a high um, but we need to, to make sure we're, we're right on top of our game.
0: And Derek McInnes believes that Craig Levine since he's come in has made a difference to Hearts.
3: Obviously there was a lot expected of them but I think since the change since Craig's come in and put his stamp on it um, I know it probably wasn't a a situation that he wanted to find himself in, but I think since he's come in, it's clearly um, things have improved here. Um, you know, not only defensively, but they're far more competitive. I think that's clear. You spoke about trying to reshape the squad for next season to try and get to where they want to get to. I mean, I think that everybody would expect Hearts to be up, you know, competing for those European spots. I'm sure that would be disappointing for them again, um, and not to do in the last stages of the cups. But I think it's clear that. Craig's went in and grabbed things there and and certainly steering them in the right direction. Um, Too good a club, Hearts, and too big a club not to to, to see that improvement. I'm sure they'll they'll get there in time. But for us, um, you know, we've got to make sure we're good enough regardless of what Hearts team turns up tomorrow to get all three points.
0: This is North Sound 1's Red Friday. We'll continue our build-up to the weekend after these. It's time to talk Dons Stand free With North Sound 1's Red Friday You're North Sound 1's Red Friday With Andrew Shiny, Alan Davidson and myself Dave McDermott, the Dons are in league action At Tynecastle tomorrow We haven't had the lads one to watch uh, Alan, starting with you One to watch in blue um, I'm going to go for
2: Kenny McLean I think Kenny, especially Since he signed the Kind of contract knowledge and came back on loan, has looked kind of different class. He's just taken another step up. Um you do think possibly a bit of the uncertainty was unsettling him, um, but I think he's been in amongst the goals in the last few weeks and I think actually at Tynecastle winning that kind of midfield battle could be key and I think if we're going to go down there and get a result I think another good performance from Kenny
0: McLean will go a long way. Yeah and I think he has been so consistent hasn't he Andrew I mean he's just been immense since he he got that, his future settled
1: Yes absolutely and uh, Tuesday night was a case in point, superb throughout but then he just lifted his game to another level for those really important couple of minutes a great ball into the box that won a corner, then his deliver from the corner kick straight onto Cowrie Arneson's head and then a wonderful second goal from himself linking up with Greg Stewart so yeah uh, Kenny will be one to watch I'm going to pick a Stevie May who looks like the Stevie May of old again uh, although facially he's changed because he shaved his beard off uh, so it'll be a baby face looking Stevie May tomorrow all that was missing from his performance on Tuesday night was a goal but um, he absolutely ran that three man Motherwell defence ragged and I can see him doing like Likewise, down at Tynecastle tomorrow. Okay, we'll get your
0: predictions when we come to the predictor. But also, as we touched on earlier on, the Dons reached a cup final yesterday. And Derek McInnes is absolutely delighted that uh, the 20s have reached that Scottish Youth Cup final.
3: Delighted for Paul Shear and Scott Anderson and the boys there. You know, I think that uh, I really enjoyed the game yesterday. We we were very good. Uh, We Bruce gets his hat, Trip Bruce Anderson, and... You know, I think if you've got a good youth team and a good setup, you know, I think a lot of the time um, it's maybe an indication of where the club's at. To be honest, I think that uh, it's been a long time since we've got the club into a cup final. I think it's 2003, and um, we obviously won the league a couple of years ago for the first time in 20 odd years, I think. And it's not always about winning at um, a development stage but certainly doesn't do any harm you know in a cup competition you know the boys go to Hamden now and uh, have that opportunity to bring a bit of silverware that for me lifts everybody you know from the first team it's players who are very vocal with support to the staff the chairman the directors everybody's really keen for to get that uh, success at youth level and ultimately the, the intention is to try and get as many those into in the first team but you know it shows you the good work has been done with Paul and uh it was a good bush yesterday to see the team and how they celebrated getting into the final and uh, we'll look forward to that when it comes round.
0: We were both there at Rugby Park yesterday, Andrew, and uh, it was uh, an excellent performance and uh, fair play to uh, Kilmarnock crowd who it uh, was 2.30 in the afternoon, albeit during the Easter holidays, but a uh, fair um, number of people out and uh, I think indicative of just how well the club's doing just now.
1: Absolutely. I mean, uh, they're, they're quite a, a decent uh, Under-20 side Kilmarnock, although their league results haven't been great this season. They're never easy to play against and they fought all the way despite being down to 10 men after only 20 minutes but uh, Aberdeen were clinical in front of goal apart from when Seb Ross missed the penalty which he grabbed the that ball That was one of the funnier Bruce moments Anderson's. of the afternoon Yes, uh, Mr Angry Mr Angry because he didn't get to take the penalty and then Mr even angrier when he got hooked uh, with 10 minutes to go but uh, as Paul Sheeran said he likes to see that passion in a player and Bruce Anderson took his hat trick extremely well but it was a really good all round team performance they're a great bunch of kids and uh, really Looking forward to going down to Hamden to see them play against either Hibs or Celtic in the final.
0: Yeah, they play next week after their game was postponed
1: because of bad weather yesterday. Yeah, um, it was a glorious it day was brilliant Manick, in Colman. Uh, w- w- fair enough, we did pass through. Uh, swathes of the country where there was a lot of snow then there was nothing, then was snow again but uh, I was slightly surprised when I heard that uh, the game had been called off. I was even more surprised it was being played at Hibbs' training ground and I thought for a cup semi-final surely they should be playing in a, what you team deem, deem a proper stadium. Yeah,
0: but well done to the Dons youngsters. Time now for the predictor. Uh, Oh, yes. goodness (laughs) me. Right, last week they scored Dave Galloway, who you may have uh, noticed is on holiday this week, but we've got his predictions. He scored six... The Red Army, which was Michael Devlin uh, from the Dons, scored seven. I scored eight. Well but done. But through some freakish happening, uh, Andrew, you managed to 11. So Wait, I think, where am I now? Um, Having well, been laughed at as
1: being bottom marker for weeks on end.
0: Yeah, I, I'm fourth uh, with 95 points. Uh, so <laughs> Dave G, 101. Andrew moving into second, 102. And the Red Army still way out in front in 112. And Dave. Uh, Ten Alan, points to make up. Look, uh, uh, one good <laughs> swallow doesn't make a summer. <laughs> right, uh, Alan, you're going to represent the Red Army this week. Um, we've got Dave's predictions as well. Uh, and we're going to. We'll start with you, Alan, for uh, part This All the games, apart from uh, Celtic playing on Sunday, they're all three clock tomorrow. Partick Kilmarnock.
2: Yeah, um Partick Thistle obviously not a great result for them last week. I think they're in real trouble. Um they just part of, it's been said over the last few seasons, they start slow and they pick up, but they just the it they kind of the picking up's never arrived this season. It's been poor from the word go. Really poor performance last week. Coming up against the Kilmarnock side who under Steve Clark have been Phenomenal You do wonder If they had Steve Clarke In from the start Of the season Where Kilmarnock Would be um, I fancy Kelly To run out
1: Easy 2-0 winners In this one Andrew Same margin of victory But I think uh, Particle score So 3-1 to Kilmarnock Okay Dave G has gone For 1-0 Kilmarnock
0: And I've gone Same as you Andrew 3-1 to Kilmarnock Uh, Andrew Rangers in D
1: Well, we spoke last week about Dundee uh, having three fixtures between uh, then and the split and it was Hearts at home, Celtic away, Rangers away and we all thought no points for Dundee. Well, they've confounded their critics by picking up two draws in these games and I quite... Fancy them to get another draw again tomorrow because Rangers are awful at Ibrox, and uh, I think you know because of the the fact that uh, now Rangers have got to chase Aberdeen in second place, they're behind us. I think the pressure will be even doubled on them. So I'm going to go for a one-one draw. Okay,
2: Alan. Yep, I'm expecting Dundee to go there and get something 1-1 one, one.
0: Yeah, Dave G has gone for 3-1 Rangers and I've gone for 3-0 Rangers Again, can I just explain this is my reverse psychology that if <laughs> if they do get that I get the points but I'll be absolutely delighted if you guys are right rather than me uh, Ross County Hibs, Alan Ross County who've shown a bit of
2: form over the last few weeks um, obviously went to Celtic Park last weekend and got beat but that's no... Surprise really, Celtic seemed to take on most challenges at Celtic Park and win. Obviously, missing their captain after his indiscretion at Celtic Park, should we say, last week. But he did get the ball though. <laughs>
0: yeah, not the right one. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: a, a, up against the Hibbs side, who I think Hibbs can't afford to drop any points. I expect
1: Hibbs to get a win in this 1 2 1. Andrew. Uh, I think, lifted obviously by that win in midweek, uh, Ross County are possibly. Good enough to get a two-two draw there because Hibs do concede rather too many, and I think County could punish them, particularly Alex Shalk, who's in a great run of form at the moment. Okay, well, both
0: Dave and myself have gone along with Alan and gone for two-one for the visitors. Andrew St Johnston, Motherwell. Well,
1: that's not going to be played in front of a huge crowd, is it? Um, I don't anticipate well, it. Being... Best of
0: the rest, they're playing for,
1: aren't they? Well, that's exactly it. So there's so little to play for. I think both sides could. You know, rotate their squads, and uh, I think it'll end up being a share of the spoils 1-1.
0: And I remember when we used to play for best of the rest and tried to make it sound like something worthwhile getting <laughs> Alan. <laughs> yeah, I think um, let's say, I expect Motherwell possibly
2: to switch it up a wee bit with that semi-final in mind, but I think some of the other players coming in Will
0: have a semi-final place to play for So I think that might just give Motherwell the edge 1-0 Okay, and again Dave and myself Have both gone 1-1 Sunday, Alan 12.30 Hamilton, Celtic
2: Yeah, Hamilton Even on that horrible plastic pitch I expect Celtic to make up for the Slipping
1: midweek against Dundee Comfortable 3-0 win there True. Dougie Emery suspended after being sent off and uh, suspensions are starting to bite a bit for Hamilton so I can't see them winning that one. Celtic struggling a wee bit in front of goal I think it'll just be 2-0. Okay, Dave's gone for three 0 Celtic. I've gone for four one Celtic, and
0: we've les- left the best till last. Andrew Hearts Aberdeen.
1: Well, uh, going in the and what we've seen so far this season from both these sides, I don't see it being a, a, an open, entertaining, free-scoring game. Uh, but I think the Dons are good enough to grind out a one 0 victory.
2: Alan, I think the goals are back amongst the the, the Dons side, um, so. But I do think Hearts will probably get one, so 3-1 Aberdeen. Okay,
0: Dave's gone for 2-1 Aberdeen. I've gone for 2-0 Aberdeen. In League Two, Peter Head are away to Berwick Rangers. And briefly, the Highland League, Andrew.
1: In the Highland League, Cove Rangers now need two more wins to clinch the title. Uh, They are at home to Clark tomorrow, so I can see that being one of the wins. Uh, The other games, the pick of them probably, Wick Academy against Fraserburgh and Turf United against Inverurie Locos.
0: In the Domino's Pizza, uh, North Regional Cup, uh, Newburgh Thistle play Dufftown for the second week in a row last week in the league they won 3-1 at Dufftown but this one's been played at Buckenhaven Hearts Ground, that's your lot for Red Friday, remember tomorrow afternoon it's Hearts against Aberdeen, see you next week for another edition of Red Friday
3: Red Friday with ESWL a local procurement company with a global client base
1: It's North Zone 1's Red
0: Friday